SA's lowest cost bank account is here. No monthly fees, no debit orders and free money transfers. Now you can do even more from your phone for free. Like pay bills and buy airtime or data. And it works on any phone. Register via the ShopRite app or dial this number. Powered by ShopRite. No one decides to go into debt. It creeps up on you. Hey. Slowly. Ah! Debt follows debt follows debt. Unless you do something about it. Face your debt problems before they cripple you. It's time to do something. Waking up all day with Vuga Online Radio. You're listening to Vuga Online. More music, more inspiration. Vuga Online. Good morning and uh, welcome to Fuga Online Radio. You know what time it is. It is uh, time for the Leadership Masterclass with uh, Dr. Mo. In the next uh, 12 or so weeks, we focus on stories of women in leadership and the stories that are never shared. Today on the show, we have uh, Dr. Mvusi. Uh, she's talking to uh, Brightness Mangolotti. Dr. Mvusi, welcome to Vuga Online Radio. Wow, thank you very much, Doug. Thank you very much. And yes. I really want to um, celebrate here my guest. My guest is Brightness, as uh, previously introduced. I'm very, very excited to have this kind of um, discussion. And, and uh, also I welcome the listeners. Um, we are going to be really talking about the issues that are a hidden phenomenon that women experience in the workplace. A lot of people call it socio-corporate silencing. And I'm bringing here none other than the lady who has actually researched and worked uh, and, and whose work is actually focusing on this. I read an article that uh, she wrote. She's going to talk more about that. And I am not going to be talking that much. Um, I must just say I, I met uh, Brightness a, a few months ago. And in fact, we met a year ago until we met uh, um, uh, physically um, in Gabecha. And really what happened was, uh, uh, you know, we actually just, it was a, a glove um, on my hand when we were discussing about these issues. And there was no way that she couldn't be part um, of this discussion. Um, uh, welcome, 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 Sissy. And uh, over to you. I really want to hear how you're feeling today. <laughs> good morning and good morning to the listeners. Maybe to first let you say thank you for the opportunity. It's quite an honor and privilege to be talking about this topic, as you've correctly said, uh, 
silencing of women in, in the corporate sector. And when we say, maybe when we say corporate sector, one might think it's just uh, the private sector, but in all the sectors per se, uh, women yes. are exposed or are experiencing silencing. So I think this is a very critical topic. It's an overdue topic. And yeah, I'm looking forward to having a conversation about this topic. Wow. Thank you very much. The first thing that I really want to question that I want to ask you is what gives you the right to talk about women in leadership and those experiences? I really want your journey, just your journey. Maybe just to, uh, for the interest of the listeners, to just give a background information on who I who I am and what I do. Uh, currently, I am employed as a director of HES-SA. HES-SA is a higher education resource services, South Africa. We specialize in women leadership development in higher education. Beyond that, I'm also a woman and not just yes. a woman because I believe uh, in issues of intersectionality. I'm a young black woman. And yes. that on its own brings uh, a multiple layers of dynamics as uh, someone who is working in a corporate sector. But beside that, uh, being a leader for his essay, I also have my own company called Litmus Consultancy. And then I consult everything that has to do with strategy, communication, research, and then I also do facilitation and training. Uh, I've also been an academic uh, for more than a decade, uh, mm-hmm. being an academic and also being in leadership position in both private and public universities. So I am well orientated in leadership and maybe to, to cap on, on my leadership background also, it's not just on the applied or the experience part. I've also done a master's in business administration where I actually was upskilled and empowered on what leadership is and how do I lead ethically and I lead sustainably. So I I think I'm the right person to actually talk about this. Beyond that, I've also been in leadership position from an NGO perspective. I've been a union leader, in fact, Mm -hmm. a chairperson of a union, how. Uh, At the time, I was employed by Nelson Mandela University. I've also been part of various boards. Uh, One of the boards that I can mention that comes on top of my head is the Public Relations Institute of Southern Africa. And then we call that PRISA. So in all these roles, I've encountered the meaning of being a leader. Beyond the meaning of being a leader, different experiences that come with how you engage, how you are silenced, and maybe sometimes how you are empowered by others who are not just women and those who are women per se. Wow, yes, that's that's exactly what we want to talk about. There was no way that um, we couldn't um, really mine that wealth of experience, um, you know, um, and I'm not going to be talking too much uh, for this uh, s- uh, session because really this is the person that is going to really talk to us about what all her experiences experiences are and who is, who is, who is brightness? Just before we go for a break, who is brightness? Where do you come from? Brightness comes from <laughs> the dusty street of Soweto that is yes. in Johannesburg. 
So I'm a Gautenga, I'm a Soweten Pese, although currently I'm based in uh, Port Elizabeth, which is now called Kabecha. I'm a mother of two. I have a son, Loazi, and I also have a daughter, Tando. And yeah, I'm a lover of life. Uh, I'm a social justice activist. I yes. believe I am not empowered if others are empowered. And yes. one of my mottos is that to whom much is given, much is expected. And yes. I, that does not mean I'm rich. It, it's, it doesn't have to be financial wealth that I have. Yes but it's the acquisition of knowledge is the experience that I have. And I believe it's, it is through sharing that wisdom that I've acquired in my journey that others can be empowered and they can actually be in a better position than I was when I started in my journey. Yes, yes. You know, um, the beauty part about the uh, VOCA online radio is it is an inspiring radio. And that's exactly what why we are here uh, to highlight these injustices that we are talking to and uh, also um, really talk about the fact that uh, this silencing that is happening in, in corporate um, sometimes is not seen as violence, isn't it? Um, and, and we kind of like mm -hmm. want to really, you know, people think it's about domestic and physical violence uh, that is happening. And here you are, you're going to share with us uh, a lot about, um, uh, about your own experience, uh, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Let's take a break. <laughs> Thank Powerful you. conversations there. We are having, and, um, uh, we are going to uh, take a quick break and we'll be right back. Go grab a cup of coffee. The Africa Center for Work-Based Learning is a professional development center for professionals who aim to improve their professional standing. This means that the learning programs we run are more than just academic programs. They are work-based programs that focus on leveraging your current experience as a professional to build your overall profile. A year down the line, the Africa Center for Work-Based Learning is developing into a preferred center for professional development in Pretoria, with eight professional development faculties including accounting, teaching, entrepreneurship, as well as IT and many more. For more information, go to acwbl.org or dial plus 27127517608. The Africa Center for Work-Based Learning, where work is learning. More music, more inspiration, Vuga Online. Welcome back uh, to Vuga Online Radio, and we continue our conversation with uh, Dr. Mbusi and uh, Brightness Mangolotti. Please remember to connect with us on all our social media. We are at uh, Voga Online Radio. Keep sending us uh, those uh, messages, any questions that you might have. We would like to talk to you. Over to you, Dr. Mvusi. Wow, thank you very much. Thank you very much. Brightness, I call you small uh, for whatever reason. I don't know why. I just uh, really fell in love with the small uh, than brightness, uh, but brightness is really what you are shining 
uh, in your in your leadership leadership space. But let's get into the core of the discussion. Can you share some of your untold stories of the leadership uh, journey as a woman? And probably because you have done some research as well, you can highlight uh, some of the work that you have done in the space. Uh, you are on mute. Thank you. Thank you. Let, let me first uh, start by saying it is not always easy being a black woman who is a first graduate to actually engage in a space of leadership because you don't have the social capital. And what do I mean by social capital? The networks, the people who are going to work with you, uh, those people that becomes uh, the giant that you can stand with, that you can walk with. Uh, so that on its own is a challenge. That actually means you have to work double than other people. Mm. Uh, you when, when when you have to Google to look for information, there's someone else who, who have someone who's handing over the information to say, hey, Vusi, this is what you can do. You can speak to so-and-so. In, yes. in, in that journey, that's how I started. But I think they, they, there's also empowerment in that journey because I got to acquire skills, which I think becomes a, a disadvantage for those who have someone who can walk with them through the journey. My leadership has been quite an interesting one. And without even going through from my first position of leadership to my current position of leadership, yes. uh, I must also say my current position, I'm very privileged, I'm very empowered because I'm at the helm of the leadership. I believe yes. I'm leading the way that I wanted to be led as yes. I was an employee in an organization. But yeah. profoundly, all these experiences that I have encountered, I must not take away the fact that there were people who were supporting, uh, sometimes silently, sometimes sponsoring my name without knowing, uh, sometimes just saying you can do it or that pat on the shoulder that actually kept me going. But beyond that, it was more about my psychological capital to say, you know what, brightness, you can do this. There's more that you can achieve. Uh, but I also have framing this conversation from the context of leadership, the silencing. I must say that I've had some challenges. Yes. I've encountered the West uh, yes. from different dynamics, knowing the context of South Africa. We are a racial society. We are a racial, gender, class society. And that brings its own dynamics. I've had encounters with some of my white colleagues, Indian colleagues, colored colleagues, black colleagues, uh, my sisters. And for me, that is a challenge because I personally believe that I'm my sister's keeper. But when you get to fight with your sister, when you have to wrestle with your sister in a leadership, it becomes mm -hmm. a challenge. It is all those experiences that actually motivated me to actually do my PhD on workplace bullying, focusing on women's experiences in higher education. And mm -hmm. there, that's where the silencing I picked up. That's mm -hmm. where I found that women are undermined. And quite, quite frankly, uh, the experiences of women, especially when you look into the stratas or you look into the intersecting identities, you realize, and that is something that came out from my finding also that 
uh, black people or black women, because they're at the bottom of the social hierarchy, they experience more oppression. They experience more workplace bullying because of the multi-level of uh, uh, bullying experiences and bullying behaviors that they encounter on a day-to-day -day basis. Whilst my white colleagues would say, you know what, I was bullied by my supervisor. My black sisters were actually saying, I'm bullied by colleagues. I'm bullied mm. Uh, mm. even by an administrator. I'm mm. bullied by my superior. I'm bullied by those who are reporting mm. to me. And when we talk about bullying, we always think about it's something that is vertical. It's a supervisor that is bullying. And no one seems to talk about the upward bullying where we talk about those that you are leading who bully you. And they operate in a context of what we call group mobbing. So it's a mm -hmm. group of people who come together, mobilize against you as a leader. And sometimes they qualify you as incompetent. Yeah. Or in a context yeah. of South Africa, also we talk about quarters, where we say Sisim uh, Vusi has been appointed because she's a black woman. We wanted yeah. to actually ensure that we meet the quarters. And not yeah. realizing that Mvusi is a doctor, Mvusi has more than 20 years experience in the field, not mm. actually looking into certain things that people in the same position that you are do not even meet 50% of what you yeah. have. So yeah. those are some of the realities where you have to encounter that the fight, it's not just against races, it's also what we call the intra-group or intra-dynamics of bullying where you even fight your sisters. And uh, yeah. part of what I've found, part of what I've experienced is that when, when you are bullied by your sisters or silenced by your sisters, it could either be a matter of jealousy or it yeah. could be a matter of class. Who is she to tell us? I mean, uh, I, I come from yeah. a rich family. Sometimes it's not just a matter of class, but it's um, what we call viscerous bullying. So viscerous bullying is where you become the face of the bullying, but there is someone else behind mm. the scene. It's more like a child's name. Someone who mm. orchestrating the move and mm. saying, hey, Mbusi, you'll mm. be the face. And mm. I think I'm fighting with only to find mm. that there's a senior person behind the scene who is wow. And it becomes a question of exchanging resources because sometimes it's a matter of having access. Someone says, you know what? I need to have that um, that article published. I need to go internationally. And those who hold resources, then it becomes a carrot that is being dangled to say, you do this for us and we will do this for you. So it's a battering process. So it's, it's a wow. messy situation wow. in wow. our organization. Wow, this is, this is exciting. This is really very complex. And uh, the deeper you get into it, you know, um, it's 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 kind of like wow. It's sometimes we like, as you are saying, uh, you think you are fighting this person, and you actually don't know that there is something that is a brewing, you know, behind the behind the whispers that are happening behind your back and that bull uh, the person who was bullying you has got so much support that you didn't realize but what i when i read your article i was really uh, um, uh, ex excited to hear you refer to the black sisters as the pharaoh's daughters tell tell uh, talk to us about that pharaoh's daughters 
Uh, the, the Pharaoh's daughters, I, I am a Christian, that's my disclaimer. <laughs> yes. So from, from the Pharaoh's daughter, that was one of the themes that came up. Uh, we know in the era of Pharaoh, Pharaoh was the king in the Bible, and then he eliminated those that he did not want. So yes. when I say we are the Pharaoh's daughter, it, it, it's more like Pharaoh would actually give more work to those that he disliked, he will mm -hmm. ensure that he, he actually oppresses by all mm -hmm. means. And that is what is happening in our organization. You get into mm -hmm. the system, you are given too much workload. There are um, so many expectations. You experience what we call hyper invisibility and also invisibility. Because you are black, there is a spotlight over you. Everyone is watching so that they can see that you don't make mistakes. In fact, everyone is looking at you so mm. that you can make mistake but mm. also technically you are invisible because they want to silence you every time yes. when you make the input you are undermined you are pushed you are told not 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 now brightness but sometimes yeah. the silencing takes the shapes of being labeled uh yeah. once you yeah. say something and say you are labeled an angry black woman so the minute they say that you, you, you contain yourself, you cage yourself, you start telling yourself, you know what, I don't want to say anything to that meeting yes. because I don't want to, to, to be labeled. But uh, Adler Lorde said so nice, your silence has not saved you. And even if you continue being silent, it's not going to change anything. Rather speak up, let them get irritated, but you know that you're speaking what is right. Unfortunately, in the context that we are finding ourselves in is that these systems, especially when you are in leadership, they operate in groups. So people can actually do a group grievance. When they do a group grievance, uh, in a context of a democracy, we talk about majority rule. So if everyone is actually saying brightness is not doing things right, that actually means we need to believe the majority. It cannot be that so many people are saying so many wrong things about this particular yes. So this is where we also talk about the culture fit to say, you know what, maybe brightness needs to go for counseling or brightness needs to get a coach. And those are some of the tactics to silence you, get a coach, and had so many people have a, a, a negative connotation when it comes to coaching, because we take you to a coach because there's something wrong with you. So the yeah. coach must fix you. Yeah. No one ever gets into a point of pausing and say, are we supposed to be fixing the person or are we supposed to be fixing the environment? Because the culture mm. of the organization is toxic. It's not embracing. And yes. it's funny, one, one of my respondents said, uh, we're talking about diversity, we're talking about transformation, but no one ever pause and say, are the ones who have been in the system willing to receive us? And yeah. when we talk about the issues of diversity, inclusion, belonging, it's one thing to be welcomed at the table. But do you feel included? Do you feel that you belong? When every time when you propose something, you are told, uh, uh, not now, uh, yeah. uh, th that is more of a township staff. You, you are not supposed to behave like that. You are not supposed to eat like that. You're not supposed to dress like that. All those things, uh, there, there's a nice thing where we say, at, 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 at some point as Black people, once you enter the premises of your employ, you lose your identity because oh, wow. you want to fit in, because wow. you don't want mm -hmm. to be silent. 
So everything, yeah. you, 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 you just ensure that I need to dress the part. I need to look like everyone. But that also talks about the, the powers, the dominance, the culture. Whose culture are we embracing when we get into the working space? And that's why you find they say you do your dress. No, that, that is not so feminine brightness. You mm-hmm. wear certain bright colors. That's not the way we do things here. So you have to actually peel yourself out. And until if it's an onion, you find yourself so thin, you don't actually yeah. recognize yourself anymore yeah, yeah. You know, when you yeah. leave the shadow and you're like you know, who, who is this brightness and you cannot yeah. identify yourself anymore and that's the sad part and that's yeah. the sad, and that's where you find issues of mental illnesses that our women are currently uh, exposed to because they are a shadow of what they aspire to be they are a shadow of what they are supposed to be Mm. only because someone has the power someone is telling you how you need to speak how you need not to speak and you Mm. end up being a puppet because now you don't know when is the right time to speak you don't know when is the right time to to be silent so the silencing also plays in a part when you are a puppet the master need to tell you when do you have to speak when do you have to when do you have to put a comma and when do you have to put an exclamation mark and that means it's no longer you it's about reflecting or mirroring what other people want you to be wow you know um you just (laughs) said it (laughs) you just said it um you were touching a nerve and there's somebody who actually said on my and social media when i asked the question what are the challenges that women have and she actually said you are touching a nerve and people still don't want to talk about this particular nerve you know and you are talking about the issues of group bullying I must actually say you touched my nerve there because that's exactly what happened to me in one organization where, you know, like, then there is this group grievance and you kind of like, in my whole life, I actually never had this group grievance, you know, and I have been working in male-dominated organization, the very same people that you are actually brought on board and no one actually comes to you. And after the effect, each of one comes, they individually come to you. No, Mina, I didn't say this. Mina, no, 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 no. You know, it's, it's, and, 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 and these are the kind of experiences that we actually going, uh, going, uh, uh, going through. Let's, uh, 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 take a break. I think it's a music break. Um, um, uh, Douglas. Um, so that we can actually really get into, um, unpacking the now the long-term impacts that these silencing that is happening uh, that it has on women and probably even sharing even for yourself what the long impact that it has to this was really a very 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 um uh, insightful discussion that actually unpacked all those all those silencing tactics Absolutely, Doc, yes. So we are going to take a musical break and uh, we'll be right back. Stay tuned on Voga Online Radio. How do you know the life of personal coach you are about to work with is who they say they are? How do you know if they can do the job? At the Africa Board for Coaching, Consulting and Coaching Psychology, we can tell you. So before you share your secrets and spend your money, 
check with us first. Visit www.abccp.com or call us on 012-751-7608. The ABCCP, the professional body for coaches. More music, more inspiration. Vuga Online. Welcome back to Vuga Online Radio. The conversation was getting really, really deep and exciting. And uh, on this um, segment, this is where um, we'll be wrapping up uh, the show. But before then, uh, let's hear um, what uh, Brightness uh, has to say uh, before we went to the uh, to the break. Dr. Mvuzi. Yes. Um, brightness. I'm, 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 I'm getting goosebumps as I am here. <laughs> it's, and I don't know about the listeners, Vuga Online. Please interact with us on social media and actually share your experiences about this. This is just, um, I just, I just feel like brightness. We really need more a physical. A kind of engagement with a group of women talking about these issues. This 40 minutes is not enough. Um, and this is the experience that we've been having with others. What are the long-term impacts that uh, these kind of um, uh, this silencing has on women? You know, uh, if one has to look into impact, uh, you need to look into multi-level effects. And yes. what do I mean by multi-level effects? Sometimes we think uh, the silencing is just uh, affecting or impacting those that are being silenced, but we don't realize yes. the impact that it has on the group, on the colleagues. We don't realize the impact mm. that it has on the organization, but profoundly we don't realize the impact that it has on our society. I mm. always say uh, societies are mirrored by our organization. Yes. So what people are experiencing in the organization, in most cases, it's a reflection of what yes. is happening in the society. Mm. Uh, the impact can be physiological, it can be psychological, it can be emotional, it can be profoundly career-wise because mm. you find yourself, you are at the peak of your career, but because you feel like, you know what, my life is more valuable than the livelihood oh, yeah. that I'm yeah. trying to attain. So yes. the best I can do is to exit the organization. And mm. it's unfortunate mm. because also some of us, when we are at our peak, it's normally during the time when you are close to your retirement. And mm. applying for the next position, it's a challenge because they say, you know what, Mvusi, uh, in eight years' time, she will be retiring. So she's not really an investment for us. So we rather look for someone that we know who has 20 years or 15 years in the system, then we know we are investing on that particular person. Mm -hmm. The mental, you know, uh, uh, mental illness issues uh, also come very strongly when it comes yes. to silencing. Remember I say, as you are silenced, you lose your identity because mm -hmm. we as human beings, we are social beings. We mm. need, we, we are beings, we are spiritual beings. We need mm. to connect. And the minute you, you are silenced, you end up self-isolating. You end up being other. You end up being feeling you don't belong. You And when you don't feel belonging, that means you don't have a support system. And mm. once there is no support system that affects you, how you perform, the productivity level is affected. You go on sick leave. If it's not sick leave, you have your 
post-traumatic stress disorder, if it's yes. not that, you dip into you 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 dip into food. You you eat as 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 much as possible because that becomes your comfort. Beyond mm. all those things, also it affects your self-esteem. You mm. you 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 start self uh, second guessing yourself, doubting mm. yourself, mm. and I, I think that the, 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 this is where the issue of what they call the imposter syndrome comes into yes. play. Now yeah. you you have a doubt of doubt. Uh, um, Vusi, you know, Vusi is vibrant. Vusi knows her story. Vusi is a go-getter. Vusi has actually put together strategies for big organization. But suddenly, even putting a word on paper becomes a challenge. Yes. Because as you are writing, you have these yeah. self-silencing yeah. experiences and you think, yeah. oh, the CEO is going to say this. Yeah. The CEO yeah. is going to say so you lose yourself. And yes. at the end of the day, they say you are not producing, you are not as productive as you're supposed to, but no one pause and say, but when we employ this particular person, she was a high yeah. performer. Yeah. That has changed. Yeah. Is yeah. the person, there's a nice quote that says, uh, when, 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 when the plant is not growing, we don't actually remove, we don't work on the plant, we work on the environment. But unfortunately, yes. in our organization, we work more yes. on the plant, more yes. than looking into what is wrong with the environment, mm. what mm. is not fertile, but we want to blame the plant and say, there's mm. something wrong with this plant. That's why it's mm. not producing what it's mm. supposed to produce. Mm. Mm. Wow. And, 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 and really, this is, this is what the problem is about about this whole uh you you are being looked at is as a woman first and therefore there's a problem with you and and people are not really looking about really what is making uh, this plant not to grow and yet when they brought the plant they brought the plant saying i want this plant to grow but once it's inside then it's the plant that is a problem <laughs> wow that, wow that's so that's so true uh but i i just want to urge women i know uh we need to wrap i just want to urge women stay true to yourself yes you are uh, actually that, really going to uh, the last wrap up discussion that we wanted to have before the break it's actually that advice to actually say uh, I mean, at multiple levels, as we have indicated, the society, the corporate and at individual level, what is it um, that you think now, knowing what you know uh, now, what do you think uh, we should do as this different society, the different uh, institutions and societies to embrace women and the advice that you can give to those that aspire and those that are in positions of power. We're going to break now. Uh, Voga online. Um, uh, listeners, I nearly said visitors. I used to be a tourism person. <laughs> uh, listeners, uh, please continue to engage with us. We are excited to be here. We've got brightness here on, uh, on radio, empowering and inspiring us. And I have, as I have said in the previous uh, sessions, this is about 
women, but we also know that the silencing is happening for men. And that's the reason why we are actually going to have other men that are in powerful positions that are going to be part of this series to really talk about their own experiences and how what the solutions that we can bring to do that. We are about inclusivity. We are about empowering each other. And, you know, even men, do experience the silencing and what do we do about that? That will be probably another episode. Um, uh, over to you, Doug. Uh, this is a break that we're going to have now before we close the last um, words from Brightness. Get seamless underwear at super low prices only at PEP. Seamless non-padded bras, an incredible $59.99 in a soft, stretchy fabric. Matching seamless boy legs, an amazing $34.99. Get them all in a range of new colors. Life's better with Pep. Stay woke with Voga Online Radio. Welcome back to Voga Online Radio, your inspiration radio station. Ah, the conversation is uh, really exciting. And uh, this is uh, the last part of um, of the show. And um, Dr. Mfusi, over you. Yes, brightness. Wrapping up, it's, you know, I wish we had two hours, uh, Doug, to really talk about more about this. It's, it's really exciting as we go along. Um, just the last, uh, the last nuggets uh, from you about you know, what could we do differently now? Um, and, and, and what is the advice that you do have um, to the different levels of society as you indicated before? Brightness? Hi, Brightness, over to you. We are all on load shedding and sometimes there's these technical glitches that we have a brightness over to uh, you. Thanks, Doc. I think uh, the first one that I could... Yes, I'm with you. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead, brightness. Have you had the question? Yes. Uh, okay. Yes, I've had the question. Uh, for my side, it's important as women that we stay true to ourselves. Mm -hmm. It's it's a given when there's... Uh, Professor Nkomo normally says, when you think of a manager, you think of a man. So you are definitely going to be challenged. You are, your competency will be questioned. But importantly, I, I be, I'm a lifelong learner. I believe in lifelong learning. Let's continue to empower ourselves as women. Yes. Let's yes. continue to, to believe in who we are and what we are bringing on board. When mm -hmm. you are not appreciated, you have two options, exit, or you find other strategy to actually mobilize towards being uh, embraced by the organization. And I always say, find the allies within the organization. Sometimes you have, you do not have to fight the battles on your own. Sometimes yes. you need to find people who are influential within the organization who will do the talking for you. It's also being strategic. You, you, you mobilize key players within the organization. Sometimes even before going to a meeting, you go and visit certain key players, you plant the seed. Once you get there, you are all singing the same tune. It's unfortunate yes. we go there without even having a post a conversation to say, what is what we want 
want to achieve out of this meeting. And when you talk yes. about the boys' club, the boys' club, they normally do that. They go to yes. the golfing place and then they play golf and they talk about these ideas. But with your experiences, I'm also going to say to women, document these experiences. You need as mm -hmm. much evidence as possible. From mm -hmm. the context of Black women, uh, I know when you talk about a psychologist, we always say, I, when I, then it means I have mental issues. Mental yeah. issues do exist. Yes. So do not be in a space of saying, I'm not going to go to a psychologist or a psychiatrist because of a, a, a perceptions or myths that actually exist. Go there, it will help you. And profoundly, uh, what I've discovered with most Black women, they only go when there's a problem. You can go mm. to a psychologist when you don't have a problem because mm. the psychologist can actually help mm. you to deal with certain things before you encounter them. Mm. The, the same thing as having a, a mentor and a coach, very yes. critical. It's no longer an ideal. It's no longer a nice to have. It's a must have. Get yes. yourself a mentor. Get yourself a coach because you need that sounding board. You need someone mm -hmm. who has walked the walk, who can take mm -hmm. you through. You need mm -hmm. someone who is independent, who can actually show you your blind side to say, hey, brightness, are you missing out or are you messing up here? Yes. Are you aware of the, the repercussion of what you are doing? So get that coach, get that mentor. But to, to just come to a close, take care of yourself. Take yes. care. Self-care is very important. So if you were to drop down now and you become ill, they will get a replacement. So remember that uh, you can't pour from an empty cup. So if you are empty, you cannot deliver and you're compromising your reputation. Bear yes. in mind when you move to the next employer, they always go back to the previous employer. Remember, they, they don't tell them about the environment, they talk about you. So they yeah. will say something about you and it might affect the wealth of experience, the beautiful reputation that you have created. So I always say my name, my surname are very expensive. They ah, are yes. So oh, if, yes. if I don't take care of those two assets, no one will take care of me. So uh, take care of yourself. Believe in yourself. Anything is possible. Challenges are always there. Sometimes those challenges help us to actually have a broader perspective of life. But be conscious enough to know when to fight and when to flee. Thank you very much. You know, Brightness, you were talking about the soil or the environment. What do you think is missing in the environment? You've given so much about the nuggets, about what I can do. What do you think institutions should do to embrace women? It's, 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 it's that support system. I, I think we normally also talk about the psychological contract. When yes. I employ you, I have a psychological contract. It's not only the transactional contract of mm. the money I pay to you or the reward system, but it's actually to say, I'm going to actually ensure that the space is safe. It's conducive yes. for you yes. to work. I'm yes. going to ensure that the space is enabling. So there are different types of support. I think some of the things that I've alluded to earlier, yes. such as the mentorship, the coaching, yes. the training. Yes. So those are some of the enablers that are required for someone to yeah. perform at the optimum level. But importantly, it's for the organization to consistently reflect on itself, to say, are we doing what we say we want to do? Are mm. we creating a conducive environment for our employees? And that's where we talk about organizational climate surveys. 
when mm. we listen to our environment to understand what are the nuances and I always say that HR people have a wealth of information. There is no way that you can be having a database of people going on sick leave, people resigning, uh, a number of grievances. It actually said to you, pause. There's something yes. that we are not doing right. Yes. So that moment to say the, the wealth of information that you have in HR, don't use it as something that you just capture the information. But do wow. that. Use yeah. it as a platform to listen to what the environment is telling you and yeah. have more proactive mechanism instead of reactive mechanism. When things go wrong, then you step in. Listen yeah. in such a way that you also invite people. I mean, the, 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 what do they call them uh, recently? The safe spaces, those safe spaces. Create those safe spaces. Yes. And unfortunately, yeah. uh, something that I've picked up that organization are missing out on, they say they're creating the safe spaces, but they are not taking cognizance on who is invited into those safe spaces. Yes. You can't yes. say we have created a safe space. We are going to talk about the racism, and the same racist is going to be part of that particular space. <laughs> the same racist it has the the the, 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 the power within the institution to sway or to silence me. I mean, some yeah. of us, when we get into these spaces, you look around who's here because we yes. know if so-and-so is here, then they are going to convey this the message power. to the 11th party. So yeah. you, you, you yeah. go back to caging, you go back to self-silencing. Yeah. Now they have taken the power away from you. They're not going to silence you, but the environment now is putting you into a space of saying, you know what, there's nothing I can do. You embrace yes. the environment the way it is. Wow, 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 wow. We, we actually have to uh, jump off, unfortunately, and we normally jump off with uh, asking you, what music should we play for you? <laughs> I didn't think about that one. There's no music that comes to mind at this particular moment. <laughs> There's a beautiful song. I, I don't know who sings the song. It says, Uyimbo Godo. Uyimbo Godo. That's the song we are going to play for Brightness Mangolotti. Thank you very much, listeners of the VUCA Online. And we switch off. Uh, we will see you next week. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, uh, Brightness, for uh, gracing our, our session. Thank, thank you. Thank you, Dr.